0: The following episode discusses potential demonic possession by an entity that is believed to know when it's being talked about. Discretion, and whatever protection you believe in and use, is strongly advised. We will not be showing images or videos of this object. Hi, how's it going? Uh, well, I I was going to adjust my ring light and then I just shut it off. <laughs> and then I'm like, well, now we're live. Hi. <laughs> so I'm in the shadows
1: tonight. So pretty good
0: then. Yeah, pretty good then. Yeah. Um, nice. Yeah. Yeah. Hi, guys. Welcome to a brand new episode of History of a Haunting. I am one of your hosts, Carrie Halper.
1: And I am your other host, Laura Ackerman.
0: Wee. Hi, Laura. How are you doing? Good, good, good. I'm great. How are you? I'm great. You're having a day. I'm having a day. It's been, um, it's, it's been, it's been a week. <laughs> it's It's been a it's week. It's been a month. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's been a thing. It's been a th- year. Uh, <laughs> yeah, something like
1: that. I mean, it's constant. Oh, yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah.
1: You know what would really cheer me up? A new
0: if history I, of the haunting hoodie i think so a zippy one a zippy one Mm -hmm. are we getting right into the in gray maybe in whatever other
1: colors that we have available because i didn't memorize all of them
0: but well and also we changed the colors (laughs) like a ton we're like here let's give six options how about this one that one this one That one? and yeah it was it was a whole process um so yeah we've got we've got merch for sale guys um it's on a pre-order basis and the sale started Monday, the first, and runs through September thirtieth. Um, we've already sold a bunch. As um, soon as all of the orders are in, we'll place them with our vendor and, on October first, and then um, they have a two-week turnaround time. So we should be, I should be able to go and pick them up. It's at a local, wonderful local place here in Raleigh. I should go be pick them up and then. Um, me and my air quote happy helpers, my mom and Coy, will package everything <laughs> and ship them out to everybody. Um, bye. Help me out, Laura. What is that Monday after the fifteenth? Hang on. Uh, the twenty first. What? No, the mon- Monday after the fifteenth of October. The seventeenth. Oh. Well,
1: I don't know. I just added seven dates. So I was like, it's the twenty first. <laughs>
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, uh, by that Monday, October seventeenth, we will get them all shipped out to everybody. So, come on over to H O A H. So you'll podcast. have them in, t-
1: have them in time for Halloween. Yes. I
0: yes. mean,
1: what is a better outfit than a history of a haunting T-shirt mm-hmm. combined with a history of a haunting hoodie combined with history of a haunting sweatpants? Yes. Maybe a little tank top. Maybe. I mean. You know. Maybe seven hoodies, like whatever you need. Whatever (laughs) you need. There's a bunch of different kinds, so it's pretty
0: cool. There is, yeah. And everything comes in six different colors, except for the sweatpants. Those come in three. They are black, charcoal gray, and navy. Um, Laura picked all of the darkest colors. Knowing full well, (laughs) I have a red-haired dog. And um, I'll basically be walking around in what looks like red mink sweatpants. I
1: also have a black-haired dog and, like, a (laughs) blondish-haired dog. There's no... Like, you make it sound like I did that on purpose. There's no safe color for you.
0: (laughs) So it doesn't much matter. There isn't, Um, actually. And I actually chose my bedspread to be patterned so you couldn't see the dog hair as much. (laughs) Yeah, good call.
1: Um, (sighs) I love to have dark-colored stuff because I am messy and... Not because you live in Arizona? I have a tendency to spill things. <laughs> <And> <laughs> that way they don't get ruined. And I still look kind of clean. Yeah. So that's, yeah. My, that's my plan. So it really was.
0: Am. Yeah. So. so lots of fun stuff. Go check it out. podcast.com slash shop. Uh, the, the merchandise is live. Six colors for... Everything except for the sweatpants, those are three. The color choices escape us, but I know that it was, like, black because Laura was like, we got to have everything in black. I'm like, okay, fine. And also, almost everything we've sold so far is in black. I was like, fuck you, Laura. (laughs) People want color. They don't want color. They don't, just you. Yeah, just me. Um, Yes, we've got purple. We've got royal purple. We've got royal blue, red, black, white um mint green pinks i mean just go check it out guys it's it's really really great so um runs through september 30th
1: yeah yeah Yeah. i'm excited
0: we are too i'm excited excited to
1: get my stuff um i know (laughs) and i have so many people ask me about getting sweatshirts that see the sweatshirts that we had last time so Mm. here's your chance
0: yeah. We don't have crew neck sweatshirts. We just have the traditional hoodies and the zip up hoodies. We didn't get crew neck sweatshirts. We did offer them last time when we did the last hoodie sale when it was just the ash gray hoodies, the classic hoodie and then the crew. But we didn't sell any. So we were like, all right, well, we're not going to do that this time around. Um, we did pick things that people had asked for, like zip up hoodies and sweatpants right? and everything in black. If you
1: want to be creepy, and- you need to be able to pull your hood up. I mean it's
0: classic
1: yes, Yeah. So for sure. you're
0: gonna need that. For sure, for sure. And the printing of the zip up hoodies, the logo and everything is on the back. Um so which is super cool. Yeah, like because moments. otherwise it was just gonna be like right here and like small and so Yeah, just a little um,
1: tiny thing on your <clears throat> chest there, yeah, and like yes, all on the back.
0: Like <laughs> Yeah, the history of bonding screaming at everybody walking behind you. <laughs> which I love that idea.
1: Yeah, Yeah, me too.
0: I'm super excited about it. I am super, super excited. So that's that on that. I don't have any other EVPs. We did... Oh, wait, I lied. I'm lying. Last weekend, we did uh, the investigation of the USS North Carolina, guys, and that place was hella fucking crazy. Um, I recommend everybody go and at least tour it. If you're not interested in doing a paranormal investigation of it, definitely tour it. It is a really... Tremendous piece of our military and American history. And God, was it, it was really, really cool. Um, we are going to be doing a recap episode with our very special guest, Zach Bennett of Piedmont Paranormal Investigation and Research Team. He's going to be um, guest hosting this episode with us. And that's, but that's not going to be, we're not going to record it or do, we're going to do another Facebook Live, but that's not going to be until early September because legit, there is so much evidence that we have to go through. Um, it was it was nuts. So that's that's it for the EVPs that I and had.
1: that's what I heard from everybody. I I wasn't able to go, but that's what I've heard from everybody that went. Just how insane it was. Like yeah, so much captured, so much felt, so much seen mm-hmm. um, and heard. Like lot, you know, not just on EVPs because I haven't all been reviewed.
0: Just like oh, sitting God. there. I haven't even... Yeah, I haven't even touched our our, our video yet. And I am mm. only 45 minutes into our audio. Um, but yeah, it's been nuts. We have a group chat for each time we do a location. We have a group chat on, on Messenger. And so we send each other evidence. We're like, hey, check this out. What do you think of this? Blah, blah, blah. And it's just constant with this one. It's constant. Um, so Laura, I'm very excited to tell you all about it. I really hate when you are unable to join us on an investigation um but i do love to tell you about it and kind of get your reaction to yeah like, and the i things love we did and, um so
1: zach is an awesome guy and hilarious and um a great investigator so i'm really yeah. excited he's to my buddy yeah his take on it too yeah he's such a cool guy awesome. um yeah. you will hear like slight squeaky noises in the background that's just the puppy chewing on his new toy so if you hear that that's what it is
0: (laughs) don't be alarmed i I thought she got a bird um yeah no i actually i I thought she got a bird i was like uh what is that anyway so that is um those are are my evps laura do you have anything
1: No, just that we're in a couple weeks, we're going to the big Gettysburg paranormal event and we are not panelists or, or doing a booth or anything. We're just going to hang out with friends and enjoy the event just like everybody else. So if you see us there, come say hi. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Um, Yeah. We're happy to chat and I think it's going to be
0: a lot of fun and I can't wait to report back on that as well. So you guys will have that coming up in the next couple weeks too yes that's going to be yeah that's going to be a lot of fun laura you and i have never been to gettysburg um Mm -hmm. this time my mom the live studio audience she is coming with us uh and yeah like laura said we've got we're going to go and support some of our friends that are going to be there um we're also going to go and kind of scope out uh vendor booths and see how they're set up and because this is a full-on paranormal convention so <clears throat> we're gonna go and check it out because laura and i are hitting that circuit next year and we want to you know stand out we want to have the best booth in the business so we're gonna go and just sort of cherry pick ideas and see what we like and what what fits best for history of a haunting um Sam Baltrusis, author and foremost expert on all things Salem, Massachusetts. He is going to be there. Uh, Our dear, dear friend Ron Iacovetti is also going to be there. And he is actually going to be um, having a panel, Laura. So he is going to be talking about his direct radio voice and his book, Paranormally Speaking. I'm putting it like that because the computer is glaring on it. Yeah, Um, Yeah, I see the glare. Yeah. Yeah, so Ron and um, Lourdes are going to be there. Uh, Dave Schrader is going to be there, you guys. Dave Spinks is going to be there. Oh my God, so many amazing people! I am going to be just fangirling out the whole time. <laughs> I mean, not just because she's with me, but yes. Every day is a fangirl. Is a right, is, you know fangirling out with you, sweet pea. <laughs> Yeah. All right. Well That'll let's a time.
1: tell them about our super fun episode today. Yes. Um as you guys This is one that Carrie has been dreading. She is like getting it standard. I love it. It's so her being uncomfortable makes me incredibly happy. It is most of you probably know. So
0: I fucking I'm enjoying hate you. this
1: episode already tremendously.
0: I hate you so much. Um it is one that we have talked about doing since the beginning of History of a Haunting back in twenty nineteen and one that I have put off until today and I decided to pull the trigger and just cover her because ladies and gentlemen, Peggy the doll is who we're discussing Um, and I am very, very uncomfortable about it. So Laura, just go ahead with your sources while I cry a tiny little bit on mute.
1: So uh, the sources for today's episode are redbookmag.com, dreadcentral.com, dailymail.co.uk, thenetline.com and
0: ladbible.com all right all right like i said now's the time put your prayers up uh projections down go laura just let's just go let's just do it because i can't i just can't all right um I was like, go. Are you going? Oh, my God. No, I'm going to. Okay, okay. Uh, (laughs) Ah, She's not going, (laughs) you guys. (laughs) Um,
1: So Peggy is a three-foot doll with blonde hair and blue eyes. It looks like the typical child's companion, but that only seems to hide the ghostly abilities attributed to her. Um, Peggy isn't so innocent. She's actually possessed by an impish spirit. British paranormal investigator Jane Harris reported over 80 cases of people having chest pains, nausea, and debilitating headaches after looking at photos or videos
0: of Peggy. Which is why we will not be showing them.
1: Right, exactly. (laughs) Harris's team, along with the highly specialized members of the Haunted Dolls social media group, that's, I mean, just, sorry, that's a little bit funny, have (laughs) deduced that Peggy is possessed by the spirit of a woman born in 1946 in London who died of a chest condition, um, which may have been Uh, asthma. The four different psychic mediums who have studied Peggy all say that she is restless, frustrated, and previously persecuted, possibly with ties to the Holocaust.
0: Oh, Jesus. Peggy also strongly dislikes clowns and can affect people's dreams. I mean, at least I've got something in common with her. Cheers, Peggy. Don't like clowns either. Hold on one second. Go. We paused. Go.
1: (laughs) Okay. (laughs) We may never know the exact identity of the entity inhabiting the doll, but her effects on people have been well-documented. It's also believed that in addition to causing violent migraines and severe chest pains, the entity can even affect a person's dreams and predict tragedies. No, thank you. Harris. Right. (laughs) It just gets better and better. Harris, who runs an organization called Haunted Dolls, by the way, I need to know who these people are. Like I can just picture like an old lady who like, it has like a million dolls all around her house. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like is
0: running the haunted do.
1: dolls, like doing cross stitch, like talking about haunted
0: dolls. Like, yeah. You know what? I hate this whole thing. A whole, so I'm just going to f- fish. A <laughs> I hate this whole thing. So I'm just going to f- just finish my wine now. All right. You do that. Mm.
1: Um, Okay, so yes, the Haunted Doll organization. Yes. Um, she was sent was sent Peggy by her previous owner, who claimed the doll was haunting her dreams. She'd wake feeling hot and shaken, Harris said. No matter where she moved the doll in her home, the nightmares persisted. Mm-hmm. She apparently sought the help of a local priest, but two visits later there was no change. The woman became so spooked, she wrapped the three foot Tall doll and some old carpet and put it in a shed outside her home and called in the experts. Can't imagine I mean, the doll just loved that. Throw it the that. fuck away.
0: Uh no, that's not No, that is not what you do to the doll. Oh Laura. Oh my god.
1: <laughs> throw it away. No! If something is bothering you that much,
0: just throw it Mm-mm. away. <laughs> no, my God.
1: So after the woman suffered from fever and hallucinations, she ultimately stumbled across Harris's website on Google. Um, when she recovered, she saw no other option but to get rid of the doll. Um, hello. As she was convinced it was at the center of all that had been happening. Yeah. Jane told um, Lad Bible I was contacted by the lady who told me she had a doll. The doll didn't have a name at that point and said she needed some help. She told me she'd bought this doll at a car boot sale. I mean, car boot sale. Let's stop right there don't buy dolls creepy fucking dolls at don't buy anything from a car boot sale <laughs> bottom line i mean that sounds kind of fun but i do love a good rummage sale but maybe not for creepy fucking dolls Mm-mm. um that's a pass that's a hard pass every a hard, time yes hard oh pass. my god <laughs> so um and ever since she'd had really terrible bad luck she hadn't been able to sleep she lived on her own but was hearing footsteps in the house and she could hear the bathroom light clicking on and off during the night no um after receiving the email jane visited the woman's home with a psychic investigator named hazel to check it out uh, the woman hadn't slept for weeks jane said she opened the door and said it's around there and i'm not letting it in the house I went back into the house, interviewed the woman, and agreed to take the doll to do some research and set up some experiments and find out what was happening. And that's how the doll came into my care. Jane says four days into her stay with Peggy, she started experiencing Peggy's wrath. She said she had never seen a case of this intensity before.
0: It I, was hate, a I hate all of this. Three
1: <laughs> illness. Jane told Lad Bible. I was just completely drained and completely fatigued. It got to the point after about two weeks where I actually couldn't get out of bed. It sounds like you caught that lady's cold. Right. It felt like if you imagine your body as a battery just zapped completely. I just had nothing left.
0: Hazel it sounds like the-, a, the nap you and I were talking about in the other episode. <laughs> right. Wow. Um. So...
1: Um, Hazel came to me and said you have considered it could be something to do with the doll. And of course it had crossed my mind, but I was a bit dubious. However, three days after Hazel removed the doll, Jane was completely back to normal. She said I couldn't deny that that was strange, so I did some work with the doll, but nothing really happened until I put a photograph of the doll on my Facebook page. And that's when things got weird. Things went crazy after Jane posted photos and videos of Peggy on Facebook. The next day, she added over 80 messages from people blaming Peggy for some sort of misfortune. At that point, the doll had no name connected to it, and I just took a photograph of the doll's face and posted it on my page with no information, nothing at all. That was about 8 p.m., and by the following morning, I had over 80 messages and emails from people saying they'd had unusual experiences after looking at the photo. Some people were having really terrible headaches, chest pains. Others were complaining that their dogs were barking and spinning in circles. Oh, my God. I figured it out. Oh, my God. Uh, that's what were... our problem is. <laughs> Holy shit. Thank God. The explanation is here. Uh, they were something said, I don't have a doll. Light bulbs were burning out. Right? Yeah. Like, it's not because he's a puppy. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> there was just something really weird going on. Video footage in 2015 of a doll had been reaping ha- wreaking havoc on a string of paranormal enthusiasts around the wor- world, reportedly causing one British woman to suffer a
0: heart attack. Mm-mm. Nope, 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 nope. Yeah, so the videos will kill God, you. please read faster. Jesus Christ, I just need right. to get this up. I'm like, my anxiety is so fucking <laughs> high right now. I'm like, she's listening to us.
1: <laughs> and I'm just taking the piss. Um, see? Fucking Peggy again. All right, sick of your shit. Some reported flashing oh, visions at mental institutions and treatment bordering on abuse and overwhelming feelings of anxiety. Some are small, like computer screens freezing, sharp headaches, or a sense of dread, but others are more disturbing. One lady said that when she opened a photograph of Peggy, her computer froze on the picture and the room went cold. So she's fucking AOL. She then said she felt... Someone in the room with her and go to hear them moving around. This lady was messaging me at the time via Facebook asking me to quickly advise her on what to do. Get, get rid of your dialogue. I took Peggy down into an isolation area and requested that she cease her tormenting. Apparently everything returned to normal.
0: I hate it. I hate, I don't love any any any, any I know otherwise. this one creeps you out so much. So and so it, I don't know. Much.
1: The haunted doll thing Like dolls are just creepy They're kind of like Clowns to me Like definitely yeah. Kind of Especially like The three foot Like porcelain fit You know what I mean Those kind of like the, the old
0: Victorian dolls Yeah Yeah the
1: creepy um, Fucking ones That are even creepier than regular dolls
0: Yeah So This one Have you ever seen this one This mm-mm. No She looks like Honestly Do you remember The original Freaky Not Freaky Friday Parent Trap the original parent trap with Haley mills she had the short blonde like bob like yeah ba- I think so that's the hairstyle right yes that's the hairstyle this doll has and she's just got a doll face you know like bright blue eyes a little tiny demure mm. smile but she's three feet tall which already is far too tall for a doll in my opinion sorry <laughs> um no one needs a three foot tall That I agree with. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, God. Anyway, that's what she looks like. And guys, seriously, if you've ever been to Zach Bagans Haunted Museum, you have seen this doll. If you've never been to Zach Bagans Haunted Museum, you've never heard of this doll, Google it. We're not going to show it. That's all the description I'm going to talk about. I already feel like I'm going to throw up. I don't love any of this. (laughs) So um, we're going to pause real quick. I'm going to continue the story, but I really need to refill my wine because fucking a Uh, we will be right back okay I'm good Um, so she continued that another lady yesterday said she had been experiencing light bulbs blowing and a presence in her home after she had been speaking about Peggy (laughs) I know
1: I just looked up I'm like "Mm, so far
0: so far we're good Um, with Peggy it's not only while people are looking at her or watching her it seems to be afterwards too We have been told that she can affect people's dreams. She recently visited a lady in her dreams, warning her about one of her cats. The next morning, the lady found her cat very ill and he sadly died the next day. Or that day, rather. Wow. Okay, so she's... You know, I'm not even going to say it. Let's move ahead, Carrie. There is still a shroud of mystery surrounding Peggy's religion. According to Ms. Harris, she appears to have an aversion to a crucifix necklace that she was previously made to wear, suggesting she is suggesting she is not a Christian. A lot of people, including two mediums have said they felt that she has links to the Holocaust and was possibly Jewish. So okay, she probably wouldn't want to wear crucifix. Right. Um, We have conducted automatic writing sessions with her in which the words star and the name David came up. So there is possibly a link there. Um, Are you familiar with what automatic writing is, Laura? Yes. OK, so for our listeners that are not, um, it typically is when a medium, um, a fairly powerful medium can channel a spirit and have them communicate through them and they just write down whatever it is they're getting from the spirit. So that's what automatic writing is essentially is. Um, so it was during the automatic writing session Um that a cryptic instruction was passed on to a member of the haunted dolls community. The woman in question was a developing medium known as Lindy, and she had experienced paranormal activity relating to Peggy before when her Facebook page kept posting comments about the doll over and over again. She says, quote, when I commented my thoughts and feelings about Peggy, all my comments were duplicated. No one else's. Just mine. Uh, I tried commenting on other threads and nothing happened. Humphrey's <laughs> not down with any of this. Um, hang on. Okay. Um, she said, I tried commenting on other threads and nothing happened. But as soon as I went back to that one uh, post, the same thing happened. Also, my dog started barking and my face became very hot and flushed. I felt like I wasn't alone.
1: That's super funny because my puppies just started barking. So I,
0: I know. I'm looking myself. at I'm looking at your face. I'm like, do the cheeks have a ruddy tinge? Are you okay? What's going on? Um, I do live in Phoenix. It is fucking hot. Oh right, okay, that's true. All right. debunked. Gotcha. Cool. There's that. There's that. Yeah. Do you get the feeling like you're not alone? Yes,
1: because there are annoying children here, <laughs> and a puppy, and a cat. So there's <laughs> literally
0: totally could not be. <laughs> less alone i couldn't be less alone
1: (laughs) unless they were in the room with me
0: i mean i can hear them don't say that they will come in (laughs) right so she (laughs) she continued i ended up apologizing to peggy as i felt maybe she disapproved of us chatting about her and my symptoms stopped um three days later another peggy video video inspired Lindy to have an overdue conversation with her daughter about how they were to deal with her mental health issues. She said, my daughter has been unwell for months and things were strained and stressful. Late that morning, I found myself having a much needed heart to heart with her. All the things I had wanted to say for months were just flowing out of my mouth. I found it very difficult communicating in such a way with her due to her illness. I felt that Peggy had helped me. I. she doesn't
1: sound all bad she does not She's like listen your cat is sick and
0: you need to have a come to jesus help. with your daughter right yeah um mm-hmm. i mean if you know maybe she wasn't saying come to jesus if she was jewish <laughs> but you know um yeah. now lindy did not know that the automatic writing session with peggy was taking place but when she logged onto facebook and saw images of the messages received during the session one seemed to be for her and i don't see how she could be like this seems to be for me because let me read you what the, the message was so as she was having this conversation with her daughter there was an automatic writing session going on in another part of the world about peggy with peggy and they at the same time so i don't believe in coincidences so this is a really interesting Thing, The words, quote, Lindy girl explanation, draw a line were written on the paper. And whoever got this posted it on Facebook in the Haunted Dolls page. Lindy goes on. I couldn't believe my eyes. It was basically what had just been talked about between me and my daughter. So she said, or excuse me. Rather, Jane Harris said, quote, in order to do the work that I do well, I have to approach each case as a a skeptic initially and look for normal explanations for things, just as you do as a paranormal investigator. If it were one or two occasions that things things were happening on, I could do that. But with Peggy, I just know there's something more. Peggy is a responsive doll who listened to Jane's requests to stop tormenting strangers. However, she fought any attempt by Harris to try to figure her out. She's muting the dog. It's so funny. Um she told the publication that she'd she'd had productive sessions with Peggy, but Peggy's behavior afterwards suggested that she didn't want Harris to publicize their conversations. Jane said that her notebook disappeared after one conversation with Peggy. Um, That's weird. Yeah. But it gets, it, she goes on to talk about the notebook. So mm-hmm. she says just the other night we held a session with her and I made lots of notes as the pendulum was going crazy. The next morning I couldn't find my notepad anywhere. And when I did find it, I couldn't even reach it. It had been placed up in the joists of the ceiling in our basement. My husband had to use a ladder to get to it. Many people who saw the picture felt that she did not want me to tell people the information that I had gained from her. Um, and you can also find this picture. She posts this picture of her basement and like where she found the notebook in her um, mm-hmm. you can find that online as well. So, As we all know, your friend and mine, uh, not really. uh, Zach Bagans now owns the doll and has it on display in his haunted museum in Las Vegas. Zach Bagans convinced Jane to release Peggy. She flew the doll to Vegas and allowed Bagans to put Peggy on display at his haunted museum. Uh, Jane told Lad Bible she's locked away. The decision was made to give her her own room and she's in a cabinet in that room with cameras on her permanently um i've never been to the museum but from what i understand she's actually in the room with the dybbuk box and i think one other object i don't know if she has her own room anymore um okay well they probably took the dybbuk box out so she probably does sh- well no the dibic box is still there but hmm. that's another episode um yeah. So, featured on an episode of his series, Deadly Possessions, Peggy is not for the faint of heart. It's said that you could be affected by Peggy by just looking at her in person or in photos. Again, that's why we are not showing any photos of her on the show. As a result, Deadly Possessions aired the episode with a disclaimer for viewers, much like we did. First, for both the show and for the paranormal in general. Back in 2015, a video of Peggy hit YouTube. And it's been reported that over 80 people watched it, as Laura mentioned, and suffered chest pains, nausea and crippling headaches. This is something that no matter what you believe should not be trifled with. And that is wholly what I believe. (laughs) Um, Bagan says, quote, I was very skeptical of this claim until the doll caused terrifying activity during our filming, including manifestations of flies, camera problems, negative mental effects on me, poltergeist activity, and Peggy the doll will be displayed at the Haunted Museum, but releases will have to be signed should visitors want to see her. He added, I've met many haunted dolls, including Robert the doll and Harold the doll, which is another episode, guys, but none have ever affected me as badly as Peggy the doll. When we were filming with her on Deadly Possessions, flies manifested out of nowhere and swarmed me. And then I had a dark energy overcome me. I interviewed a woman who told me while crying that she suffered a heart attack within seconds of looking at her. There was no doubting this woman. We also did a seance with Peggy and a a well-known medium, and we heard a typewriter start typing by itself. Now that's just creepy. That is creepy. That is kind of creepy. Yeah, we're gonna hear a typewriter, especially like if there's you don't have a typewriter, like, oh. I mean, even if if you do, I
1: think it's worse. What the fuck is like an yeah. imaginary typewriter typing? Okay, that's just sound. If you have a real one, it's typing. It's like something is. And you see there. the keys, like mm-mm. yeah, right. The little the little type thing start popping at the. Thousand percent,
0: yes. Tom Hanks, put a camera on your typewriter collection immediately, <laughs> no. please. Um, did you have a – did your door open? No. Oh, I thought I heard a door open. Oh, great. Now it's starting with me. Anyway. I do want to say, I mean, that is that's that's primarily the story of Peggy the doll. Uh, I do want to say in closing that Zach has said in an interview that Peggy is a type of haunted doll that will put your bravery to the test if you look at her or not. And there will be a strict guidelines for those who choose to view her exhibit, who, who choose to view her exhibit at the Haunted Museum, including signing releases. So the question is, how brave are you? If you want to know more about her, you can visit the museum in Vegas or read the book that Jane Harris and also a ton of other people have written books on this doll. Um, But Jane Harris's book that she wrote is titled Peggy the Doll, A Very Different Haunting. And like I said before, you can also Google her to see the video and images of her. So, ladies and gentlemen, Laura Ackerman, thank God, Peggy the Doll is done we have told the story and now i can quit having that in the back of my mind that we need to cover this one it's a big one again it's a big one it's a it's i um it's a heavy hitter i think that there are a lot of um i think there are a lot of instances where people think that they have haunted objects in their home and they're not i've had friends contact me um, thinking that one of their children's toys was haunted. Um, through my training, through my experience, through my research, I have found that objects don't generally become haunted. It's very rare that a demon or something will possess an object. Generally what happens is that an entity, be it malevolent, be it demonic, Whatever is simply going to use that object to gain attention. Once it has your attention, that's all it needs. Um, especially if you, um, in the case with Annabelle the doll, you the the entity is posing as a child or whatever that maybe just kind of attached to the doll and became like possessed the doll. Um, children's toys, things like that. On the surface, you're probably going to trust whatever it is. You're probably going to trust if it tells you it's a child, but that's how demonic entities get to you. That's how they get into your home. They need your permission. You're probably going to give it to them. Please don't give any weird moving object permission to do crap guys for real, Um, but generally it's just a spirit manipulating the object. Not that the object itself is actually haunted. Um, That's not to say there aren't haunted objects. There are certainly a number of them. There are certainly a number of legitimate haunted museums that have these objects in them. Um, And it seems to me that Peggy the doll is one of them. Um, But yeah, uh, it's always a good idea if you think that you have a a haunted object to contact a professional or um, somebody that is very experienced and well trained in the paranormal field um, to kind of get their their you know um, opinion and have them do a little bit of an investigation for you. But nine times out of ten, it's an entity that's manipulating the object to make you think that the object itself is haunted. Um, or throw it the fuck away. That's what Laura says. And-
1: <laughs> Laura says throw it away. <laughs> or give it to someone you don't like. <laughs> I mean That's um, always an option
0: that like, is, that is always mother-in-laws.
1: An option. I mean, they like dolls. There are, <laughs> I mean, there are solutions
0: to these problems is what I'm saying. <laughs> if you look you hard can enough, you can find a way. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm often saying throw it in a ditch and burn it on this show. Mm-hmm. Um I don't recommend that with a legitimate haunted object because that's not going to work. It's probably just gonna piss it off and then you'll just find a burned doll on your couch the next day. <laughs> that would be that would be fucking funny. <clears throat> right? So anyway, that is you- Peggy it
1: all. I'm gonna show you something to cheer you up. Okay, you ready? So I went to Kauai this past weekend for a wedding and there are literally chickens running everywhere. Like I'm in the budget rental car and there's a fucking rooster that just comes walking through.
0: Like in Moana. Oh my God. The croc, like the wonky eyed chicken (laughs) that like walks into walls. Oh my God. Well,
1: they're just kind of wandering. Um, So I got this rubber chicken. Oh,
0: I was like, you did bring, but you
1: did get a bird. He's wearing a grass skirt and it's a rubber chicken. He's got sunglasses on. And this is the sound that he makes. I bought this to drive my children crazy already. It makes me laugh so
0: hard. Put that thing time. up in the in front of the camera so that we can all see this crazy chicken. Lift it up. Oh, my God.
1: That's terrifying. The dog's trying to get in the donut.
0: I, think I heard the chicken <laughs> give me the chicken wow I love it it is thank you that did that me. certainly did cheer me up if you should find that chicken How in can bed you with be you
1: sad with the rubber chicken
0: I'm telling you what man I don't know if you find that chicken doing weird shit I will call me I'm an ordained minister I'm gonna have to fucking bless the fuck out of you and the chicken and probably the dog um Anyway, so that is Peggy the doll. Laura, what is your take? I think you feel like this is sort of a bunch of hokum, malarkey, balderdash.
1: I mean, I can't say, like, these people's personal experiences didn't happen, but um, I have a hard time with stuff being possessed. Yeah. And like I said, I think... Stuff and we or talk about this all the time. Anything. Like dolls, stuff, like inanimate objects. Yeah. Um, well, Yeah so personally I, I think a lot of it can be power of suggestion to like if you're signing a release to go see something and then any you know one it's built up in your head and then of course you're you know if it's so scary it's like watching a scary movie you might have a dream about it later you know
0: but well, attributing
1: yeah. it all because the doll is haunted and uh, it might be a bit of a stretch i'm not saying that none of this happened just maybe it's not quite what it's made out to be.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And like I said, I mean, nine times out of 10, an object that you think is haunted is really just being manipulated by an entity. Mm -hmm. Um, but I do think that there are genuine haunted objects, um, which leads me into my next thing. And Laura, I wasn't, we weren't going to mention this until we did it, but, um, we recent, recently, We recently switched um, podcast hosts, and when we did that, we lost an episode, just one episode, and it happened to be episode number five, Haunted Objects. In that episode, you diehard listeners will know, we covered Robert the Doll, the Dybbuk Box, and Annabelle the Doll. Um, So because we lost that episode, um, and it was recorded on my old computer, that I no longer have and because I no longer have access to our old podcast host uh <laughs> that episode's just gone forever. Um <laughs> so Laura and I are actually going to redo all three objects and give them their own episodes. Those are going to be coming up. We do have um other locations that we're going to be covering, but we're going to intersperse these three objects. Um In new retellings, um, refreshed retellings of the story and the hauntings, um, of these, these objects. Um, I genuinely believe that Annabelle is a legit haunted object. Um, for those of you that are very familiar with it and fans of it, you may know that the Dybbuk box has been debunked, um, which we did not know at the time we recorded episode five back in 2019. So we're going to do a whole episode on that. And then um, Robert the doll, that wonderful little sailor guy down in Key West, Florida. We're going to cover him too, so that's coming up.
1: Yeah, the haunted object stories are always fun. I know um, there. Yeah, yeah. The that we did not that long ago was was pretty fun last year, I guess.
0: Yeah, yeah. I'm glad to get this one out of the way. It is something that I've been wanting to do for since the inception of the podcast, almost three years ago. Laura, yes, I don't. Um. But I, it, this one is a scary one. This one I don't, I don't like this one at all. And um, I'm, yeah, I'm glad it's, I'm glad it's done and, and and over with. But I also think that if if this doll is haunted by um, a victim of the Holocaust um, and she's pissed off as, about it, well, you know what, she has every right to be. And I think it's a fascinating story to tell. So it's a shame that she doesn't want all of her story and her history to be known. Um, but you know what? That that's that's her prerogative, <laughs> I guess. I so that's all I got. Um strange history! Oh shit, strange history, guys. We gotta do that. Wait. Are we doing strange history today? We are doing strange history, maybe if the button works. It does! Oh, cool. Yay! Alright, alright. <clears throat> Let me just get my handy dandy book. We'll flip it to this page, and it is antiques roadshow top finds so since 1997 millions have tuned in weekly to the pbs series antiques roadshow to see what treasures lie hidden in america's attics pawn shops and yard sales speaking of haunted objects (laughs) (laughs) um here are some of the most valuable items the show has ever discovered a navajo blanket So a man walked into a 2001 Antiques Roadshow taping in Tucson, Arizona with his family's old blanket. It was hand-woven with stripes of black, brown, blue, and white. He He brought it in because family legend held that it had originally been a gift from the famed frontier Kit Carson. Um... As it turned out, it's a national treasure. A Navajo blanket from the 1850s was specially made for a chief. Fewer than 50 still exist. When you walked in with this appraiser, Donald Ellis, told the owner, I just about died. The blanket now hangs in the Detroit Institute of Arts, estimated worth about $400,000. Wow. Yes. And I'm going to leave it at that. I love the Antiques Roadshow Erin you know what <laughs> so EKB loves it too Like absolutely loves it and I've never been I've never been into it I've never watched an episode of it ever But a yeah, lot of people are super funny. into it
1: yeah. I love it when like people think something's Well it's it's fun to like when people Find out something's worth something And it's also fun when they find out it's not It's <laughs> junk so, and it's not worth
0: anything I, I love the face because They're all Oh <laughs> <laughs> All right. Is that show still on? Like, is that, or is (laughs) it? I don't know. I haven't seen it in a long time. Hmm. Okay. All right. Well, so yeah, that is Strange History, guys. Um, And uh, Laura, why don't you tell everybody where they can follow us if they choose to do so? And I recommend they do. You can follow
1: us at Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at H O A H Podcast. And on TikTok at HOAH Podcast, at HOAH Carrie, and at HOAH co-host Laura.
0: Yay! All right, guys. Thanks so much for tuning in. We are super glad that you decided to join us for this one. And um, yeah, if anything weird or creepy happens as you're listening to this episode, let us know. Uh, We probably can't do anything about it, but we certainly want to (laughs) know.
1: Tell us all about it.
0: Yeah, and Humphrey says goodnight. <laughs> right. <laughs> Thank you. Bye, guys. We will see you next week with a brand new episode, and it will not have uh, nearly the creep factor um, that this doll does. And also to you, Peggy, Good night, ma'am. Please have a lovely evening. <laughs> and let me dream of kittens and puppies and candy on happy clouds. Thank you. Stay safe out there. You never know who. Because you never know. Or what? Like Peggy. <laughs> no shit. If Peggy's listening. Oh, yeah. You never know if Peggy is listening. Dear God, I hope she isn't. Bye, guys. All right. Bye. <laughs>